Hi, I'm Tiffany Patlin, host of the Tiffany Talks Health and Wellness Podcast, where I discuss tools, tips, and techniques to heal your mind, body, and soul. I am on a godly mission to heal the world. Excuse me. Thank you for joining me today uh, on the Tiffany Talks Health and Wellness Podcast Show. Today, I have a very, very exciting topic. <clears throat> I mean, I wasn't thrilled when I learned about it, but I feel it's very important. This topic is not necessarily new, but I feel like it's hidden. There's a lot of hidden information that people don't know about, and it affects how we live our daily lives. It affects us mentally, physically, and spiritually. So this is information that is all over the internet, but it's not something that people are bringing light to. People are not exposing this information. Um, not that many people are talking about it. And the ones that do, you know, they're being shunned or quieted or what have you. So I'm doing my part <clears throat> in sharing about this information. A good friend of mine, shout out to Patricia McHale, sent me a video and she asked me if it was true. And I, I swear I've heard about it before when I started my nutritional journey about 12 years ago, but you know, I wanted to learn more. So I'm, I'm somebody that loves to learn about things and put them into action. And so that's what I did. I went to research to learn. And what I found out is that there is a company called Senomix. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Um, <clears throat> but you can find this anywhere. If you've heard about it, then you probably know what I'm about to talk about. If you don't, um, I encourage you to listen up because it's very important. So Cinemix is a company. They are a high-tech research and development business. They use cutting-edge biotechnology and up-to-the-minute genetic engineering expertise. They have achieved an 85% increase in profits from 2009 to 2010. I wonder where they're at now. Uh, surprisingly, this 10-year-old publicly traded company is not associated with the computer or defense industry. Their techniques are more closely related to the pharmaceutical industry. Um, but that's not what I'm talking about. It's more about ingredients, and we'll get to that. <clears throat> so Senomix uses its skilled workforce to develop patented flavor enhancers by using proprietary taste receptors-based assay symptoms. Not assay, it's assay symptoms. These testing symptoms provide scientists with biochemical responses and electronic readouts when a flavor ingredient interacts with their patented receptor. This permits the Cinomix researchers to know whether or not their flavor enhancer is effective or tasty. This also enables them to analyze millions of potential flavor ingredients annually. It is their unique receptor-based testing system that allows testing of such an enormous volume of chemicals. Using conventional flavor discovery methods, such as paying human subjects to taste test products, would take far more time and still not achieve the, the high number of results for potential new flavor ingredients. 
So if you're wondering what proprietary taste receptor-based assay symptoms are, um, I'll share with you that a press release from the watchdog group Children of God for Life shares a link, which I will share with you, and it discloses the fact that receptors are made from HEK293. And so I will explain to you what that is. HEK stands for human embryonic kidney cells. 293 denoting that the HEK or HEK was from the 293rd experiment. So that's where that number comes from. There's a lot of controversy about Cinomics using HEC 293 as a food receptor, you know, in our food. Uh, the controversy comes from the fact that HEK 293 originally came from a healthy, electively aborted baby whose cells were then harvested and used by a Dutch scientist, Dr. Van der Ebb, in the 1970s. The Dutch doctor cloned the cells, grew them in tissue cultures, and began using them and later selling them for research. The offspring of these cells became widely used in the medical biotechnology industry to produce therapeutic proteins and viruses. So how do you know if the food that you're eating has this in there? Well, HEAK-293 is um, hidden, um, disguised. Uh, the synonym is natural flavors, natural flavoring. Sometimes they don't even use the word natural. They'll just use the word flavoring. So as you can imagine, I started digging because I wanted to do my research. Okay, so what does, okay, let's just, what does natural flavors really mean? Under U.S. regulations, natural flavors are flavors derived from natural raw materials that contain no artificial constituents. Artificial, within the meaning of this regulation, is synthetic or petrochemical. The raw materials that meet the natural definition include all animal products, such as meat, egg, and dairy. It also includes all botanical sources and all microbiological sources, including fermentation products. As long as the raw material source is not mineral or petrochemical, the source is considered natural. So that gives you a definite, a more, you know, solid definition of what that means. Um, and just so you know, if you don't know what a petrochemical is per Wikipedia, petrochemicals are the chemicals produced, <clears throat> or I'm sorry, the chemical products obtained from petroleum by refining. Some chemical compounds made from petroleum are also obtained from other fossil fuels such as coal or natural gas or renewable sources such as maize, aka corn, palm fruit, or sugarcane. Um, petroleum is really not good to use. It's in a lot of our candles. That's why I promote, you know, do you know what's in your candles? Um, but this is, that's a whole nother topic. Um, I couldn't believe my eyes when I, when I started digging and doing this research. So I was like, okay, let's find out how true this is. And if you notice, like what I was reading up above, they referred to it as it being patented. So I'm like, okay, well, we all have access to that. So let me go do some research. And sure enough, I found out that um, they are patented. And I'm going to share a link in the description box. I'm going to share links to everything that I'm sharing with you right now. Um, but they do have patents for this. So it's true. Um, so my next step was, okay, now I want to look at food items that use this taste receptor. So how do I figure that out? Well, I found a really cool article by PPJ. It's called the PPJ Gazette. And I'll read some of it for you. I found it quite fascinating. 
And actually, there's a lot of information on here. And like I said, I'll, I'll put the link here so you can look at it yourself and go through it. But they say a lot of things like it looks like they even have information here about what these supposed companies uh, said in response to the fact that people um, are aware that this is being used. Um, Cinemix says its partners will provide funding for research and development plus on sales of products using their flavor ingredients. Uh, what is hidden from the public who are using HKA293, the human embryonic kidney cells taken from an electively aborted baby to produce these receptors, said Debbie Vinedge, Executive Director of Children of God for Life. It's a pro-life organization. So if you're somebody that that is pro-life and you're against, you know, abortions and, and, and that kind of thing, um, this would be very important information for you. Um, <clears throat> So she's from this pro-life organization in ethics, which monitors the use and amount of aborted fetal material in medical and cosmetic products per year, because it's not just in food. It is in, um, you know, they do use it for vaccines. That's a fact. Um, they use it in cosmetic product products. That's a fact. They use it in our food. That's a fact. And you guys are, the research is out there. The information is out there. We just have to look for it because they're not, you're, you won't find it on the news. They're not going to share this with you. Uh, this woman also goes on to say that they could use monkey cells, Chinese hamster ovary cells, insect cells, or other human taste receptors morally obtained expressing the G protein. So that makes me wonder as a consumer, as somebody who does purchase foods, um, I'm not 100% off the grid yet, um, that, that that's where I'm, I'm headed. Um, so I still purchase foods. I limit the amount of packaged and processed processed foods I buy. Um, but it bothers me to know that I potentially could have eaten something that came from another human. That does not sit well with me. I don't like the fact that aborted babies are being used. Granted, it's elective. So it's a mother who made the choice to have an abortion. So what are they doing with that baby? Like, does the mother know that they're going to be using the baby for this stuff? Um, I have so many unanswered questions and thoughts around this. So I don't, don't believe my research stops here. Uh, and these are my personal opinions of how I feel. Um, everything else is factual that I was sharing with you. Um, <clears throat> I just, this bothers me. I don't understand why they're using human babies if they could use other things. I mean, the idea of a Chinese hamster um, bugs. I mean, insects, specific insects are actually healthy to eat. I know that. That doesn't mean I'm going to eat one voluntarily. Monkey cells. I mean, that does not sound appealing to me, but why not use something else instead of a human being? How is it affecting our physiology? How is it affecting our bodies? How is it affecting our mental, physical, and spiritual health? Is this considered a form of cannibalism? Just because you're not literally eating an arm, you know, there's how small of a piece of a human do you have to consume for it to be cannibalism? I don't think that that really matters. I think if you're consuming something, you're consuming it and it's going to have a negative effect because we are not meant to do that. I know that there's um, villages way out there that to this day still actually, um, they're cannibals. They still consume human flesh. Um, I don't recall, I've seen this somewhere, it was like some documentary, but I don't recall their health, if it was good or bad, or if people died, I don't recall that. But, you know, that's, if you're interested in that, I encourage you to go research, because there's so many questions that come up.
for me and probably for you, for you listeners out there um, with this whole entire topic. After several requests for information from Nestle, who is another company that supposedly uses the HK, the HEC 293, it's, it's easier to say it that way, HEC 293. Um, let's see, what did they say? They finally admitted, he did, Nestle himself finally admitted his relationship with Cenomix, indicating that the cell line was well-established in scientific research. So that's his reasoning for why he's okay with using that within his products. After listening to Ms. Vinage in April 2012, exposing the reality of the problem, many consumers, angry citizens, began to express their condemnation of such immorality through letters to companies. Campbell Soup and PepsiCo responded immediately. Pepsi was one of the companies with Monsanto who contributed money in the campaign against GM labeling, um, genetically modified. That's what that stands for. Um, there's a, that's a whole nother topic, people, the, the GMO foods. Um, why would they be against uh, GM labeling? Like, why would you want to prevent the world, the people you're selling to, your consumers? Why would you want to keep any type of information from us? I can't think of one positive reason why someone would do that. I can think of a negative reason why someone would do that because they have something to hide. That does not sit well with me. I hope it doesn't sit well with you either because we should know, we should care and we should know about the food that we're eating that we're consuming because they can't have negative side effects and it can affect us mentally, physically, and spiritually. Not only that, you know, moms, dads, caregivers, we need to know what's in our food. We need to know what are we feeding our children it's important. Our children depend on us to, you know, make sure that they're healthy, that we protect them. Are we protecting them from the food that they're eating? Surprisingly, PepsiCo wrote, we expect to feel safe knowing that our collaboration with Cinemix is strictly limited to the creation of drinks with lower calorie and great taste for consumers. This cooperation will help us achieve our commitment to reduce sugar by 25% in key brands and the main markets of the next decade. Eventually, we will help people live healthier lives. Hmm. And this article then shares a link, which you can look at once you go to this website, if you would like. And it's suggesting that we read the article, Coca-Cola and Pepsi Cause Cancer. Yeah telling you this is this is just one little tiny piece of this big huge web of things that are going on in the world that they try to hide the campbell soup corporation was a little concerned about their answer every effort will be made to use the best ingredients and develop the largest selection of products providing a great value with this in mind i must say that it is not worth compromising the trust we have grown and developed over the years with our customers to reduce cost or increase profit margins okay Although Campbell said not change their messages, Vintage felt hope. So they didn't say anything about changing their methods, but they weren't as gung-ho, let's say, as Pepsi. If enough people express their outrage and their intention to boycott these consumer products, Cenomix, it would be forced to change their methods. And that's like with any company. If you stop supporting them, it's going to encourage them to want to change their methods. Um, some of you might know this, but I know personally what I've seen. 
because I'm somebody who eats, I'd say about maybe 95% organic food products um, and um, mostly whole foods, fruits and vegetables. I bake and do a lot of things, but I use whole foods to do that. I don't use, you know, synthetic ingredients or anything like that. <clears throat> but what I've seen is that since people are starting to purchase more and more organic foods as they learn and get curious more about their health, I've noticed that other food companies that don't do organic, they're starting to create their own organic products. And I know the reason for that is because they're seeing that their sales are declining and they're going towards people who are more health conscious. But then I also notice that those companies do other things like use natural flavoring and all these other synonyms for sugar and all these other things to make you buy their products. Do you, does it taste good? Good. You like it? Oh, that's great. You're going to buy it again. They don't care about your health. They care about the fact that you're buying the product. They want the money. That's really what feeds everything. That's that's how the world is run on money. And that's why I feel like if they're honest people, then they would not be hiding this information from us. They would proudly say, oh, yes, we're using this HEC 293. We label it sometimes as natural flavors. And this is why. I mean, they don't give us any of that information. If they're not doing anything wrong and they have nothing to hide, then why? Why are they not? being uh what's that word uh, oh i can't think of it right now but it's where they're they're proving and they're showing and they're not hiding why why and then uh this uh website it says you know if you need evidence uh that the use of fetal lines from aborted babies are being used in cinemix um they have i have this information too um, that there is a um, a link for the patent so you can see it for yourself that it's actually all being used. Um, so there's a list of products that are supposedly containing um, HEC-293. Um, all soft drinks and Pepsi, Sierra Mist, Mountain Dew, root beer. So pretty much all soda. So soda in general is not good for you. <laughs> So if you're drinking soda, if you're a soda drinker, I strongly encourage you to do me a favor. Just go do yourself a favor. It's not even me. Do yourself a favor. Grab a soda can, look at the ingredients and Google each and every ingredient. Google what it is. Google the negative side effects. And you never know, you might connect some dots to some ailments that you might be having in your life just by simply doing that little exercise. Um drinks that are no fear ocean spray drinks seattle's best coffee the tazo drinks um all energy drinks aquafina water what why would water can see i gotta research that see i i take information with a grain of salt like i'm reading that i'm like okay okay i did check the the pepsi and the campbell's um so i did check that but with everything else it just doesn't make sense um, I might show my screen here in a minute. I haven't used that feature yet, but I'll try it because I really wanted to show you guys what I found. Um, I just don't understand why they would need to use an aborted fetal cell line for water. It's water. <laughs> what is going on? Um, double shot, Frappuccino, Lipton tea and other beverages, Propel, Sobe, Gatorade, Party Miranda. Never heard of that. Tropicana. I've heard of that. Orange juice. Oranges don't need flavoring. They have, they have flavoring. And here's something else I noticed. Um, I actually had a friend of mine, an old friend of mine, 
because she did not eat organic. She ate a very conventional diet, you know, packaged processed foods, fast food, the whole thing. So her tongue was not, let's say, detoxed. It would it had it was used to those flavors, you know, like um, some of you might know what I'm talking about. You can bake a really healthy cupcake, you know, and have like some really healthy frosting to go on it, which is yummy and delicious. And then you can eat, let's say, a cupcake from Walmart and you can taste the difference. I can because my palate is used to eating natural, organic, healthy foods. Um, and so when I eat, I can't eat that. I won't eat that because I know what's in it. I know it's crap. I know there's chemicals. It tastes like chemicals. It does not taste good to me. But my point was, is that my friend was at my house and we had some fruit. I don't remember what it was. It was strawberries or it was a banana, but she ate it and she acknowledged how it tastes so incredibly good. And all I can think of, well, it's because organic foods and products are more nutritious. They have more natural everything than the genetically modified foods do with all the pesticides. And these are, those are all other, that's like three topics right there. Um, there's so much information, just so much information. Let me get back to this. Um, so my whole point in sharing that with you with the difference in the organic foods is that I feel that if they were to be using organic oranges in their Tropicana orange juice, perhaps they would need to use aborted cell lines for taste receptors because there is a difference. All products of Nestle, Kraft Cadbury candies, things like that, bubblegum, blackjack, bubbaloo, bubblicious, chiclets, chlorets, dentine, freshen up gum, sour, sour cherry gum, sour apple gum, stride, trident. There's so many. There's so many. I encourage you to come look at this. Um, it's 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 pretty scary. Now, I did research a couple of them. Pepsi. Let's see if this is, feature is going to work to share my screen so I could show you live exactly. Oh, cool. It is going to let me share. Okay. So let's see if I can make this big for you. I don't know how well you can see it, but I just simply Googled. I came up here, typed in Pepsi ingredients at the top. And it pulls up just random Pepsi. And I picked it. And in here, the, the font is probably really small for you. But I just want to show you. It says right here, the very last one, natural flavor. There's a whole bunch of them. So I encourage you, do your due diligence. Go and research. If there's a soda you have in your fridge, go look at it. And look at the ingredients. Here's another one. This is a sugar-free soda. Caramel color. Do you know what that is? Natural flavor. There it is. So it's in here. And then I Googled another one for Campbell's soup ingredients. Same thing. It's right here. This doesn't even say natural, but it does say flavoring. So there's a lot in here. This one was interesting. Somebody did some, BruceBradley.com did some um, homework here and highlighted the green ingredients in Campbell's condensed cream of mushroom soup and stating that they are concerning ingredients. Uh, corn, cottonseed, canola, and or soybean oil, modified food starch, salt, cream, milk, whey, all this stuff. But it does have in there um, <clears throat> flavoring right here in green. So they're even showing that to you. But it's not just the flavoring. It's all the ingredients that we need to pay attention to. Um, so I just wanted to share those with you so you can see um, that it's accurate. It's true. Um, this stuff exists. How do we know? Um, if it says natural flavoring, that doesn't 100% mean that they're using the HEC 293 cell line. I want to be realistic there. Um, so how do you know? 
that's what bothers me is that they're not being, um, I still can't think of that word. Transparent. There you go. Thank you. That they're not being transparent. Why use the synonym? Why not state specifically what you're using to flavor your food? That's what bothers me as a consumer. And I, like I said, I hope it bothers you is we need to be more curious and mindful about these things. And if this is something that you strongly care about and you know that you do not want to support food companies like this, my recommendation to you is to minimize or stop altogether purchasing uh, packaged foods processed foods. And if you don't understand the ingredients, like if you feel like, well, you know, because the way that your lifestyle is, what have you, you know, no judgment, but I know there's people that still, for whatever reason, will purchase packaged products. Then I just encourage you to make sure that you know what each ingredient on the back of that package is for. What is it for? Why was it put in there? And how does it affect you? Specifically look for negative side effects. If you find none, then you're golden. Look for the positive. Like, what is it? Like, if it doesn't, if it's not healthy for you and it doesn't cause any negative side effects, then what is it in there for? Why are you consuming it? Um, so just do your due diligence, people. Go out there and research. This is something I did for myself about 12 years ago when I learned about that they put crap in our food, essentially. I literally went to my pantry and we had just finished stocking up at Costco and I pulled out random different ingredients and looked at the stuff and I started researching and I was floored. I was floored. That's why ever since I've been on a health kick, a health journey, because I'm angry and I, because I feel like I've been lied to this whole time. Blind, I was blind. I was blind. I just tr blindly trusted these random food companies who I don't know from Adam that just put foods out there and like, oh yeah, it's so healthy for you. You want to buy it, don't you? And, and we do because it's convenient, just like fast food, you know, things like that. We do it because we're busy. We're living life. It's convenient, but we don't realize what it's doing to our body. We don't realize how it's affecting us mentally, physically, and spiritually. If you look at today's statistics in the world, there's a high percentage of people that are suffering from anxiety and depression. And not all of it is linked to food, but eating Unhealthy foods does not help the situation. So if you're somebody who, you know, has a mental illness of some sort, um, eat, not eating healthy exacerbates your symptoms. It does not help. So that's why my overall mission in life is to encourage and teach and educate everybody out there to do their due diligence and take care of yourself mentally, physically, and spiritually. Your nutritional health is just as important as your mental health, um, as your body movement, fitness. I know people think that, you know, they look down upon it. Some people because they don't want to sweat or they feel like they have to live the heaviest weight ever, but it's not like that. Um, it's just simply just moving your body, even dancing, simply walking. Um, there's a lot of health benefits to that. I actually recently made a post on my personal page on Facebook. So if you want check that out. Um, but as always, to be healthy, mentally, physically, and spiritually, eat your eat seasonally. Um, organic fruits and vegetables, lean organic meats. If you can find a farm that's local to you, visit, find out their practices. That's something my husband did. And we now purchase our meat from Wild Pastures that's local here in Utah. They use um, some amazing practices that I'm comfortable with supporting and um, if you also want to dig deeper to learn more about um, which foods actually suit your body, um, you can look into allergy or ALCAT food testing. 
Um, I encourage you to visit a naturopathic doctor, not a medical doctor. Medical doctors know all about medications. So unless you're looking for that, then you would go there. But if you're looking for more of the natural uh, solutions to your body and your health and wellness, find a naturopathic doctor in your area. Um, you can also receive um, test results from those tests that give you um, they, the, the results basically show you different random lists. Each company has their own different, they look different, but you will get results and they show you the foods that your specific body type thrives on. And it also show you foods that are cancer causing to your body. They'll show you foods that do not help your body. So you can create a very new eating lifestyle for yourself. You can eliminate those foods that wreak havoc in your body and you can start in, you know, implementing more foods that your body thrives on. And you will see a change in your mental health. You'll see a change in your physical health, your energy levels, your sleep. You'll also see a difference in your spirituality. You may start getting curious. You may start asking bigger questions. And all that can simply be done just by eating healthy. So I um, encourage you guys to take, take charge of your health. You matter and what you eat matters. I'm Tiffany Patlin signing off until the next episode. Bye, everybody.